Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Uniform Mike Popovich. I really do appreciate you joining me, and today is Wednesday, and I want to let you guys know that I'm going to take a week off from doing the podcast. The next episode will be dropping on January 1st, so I want to give you guys a really good one. I know most of you are interested in how to speak to girls better, how to get better results in your first conversations with women, so we are going to talk about how to tease women correctly. Teasing women is one of the most effective ways to build attraction in them, but so many guys do this the wrong way. They get themselves in trouble with women, the women get butthurt, and then they blow them out so hard their pants fly off when the concussion hits. So we're going to talk about today how to correctly tease a woman. I'm going to give you guys some lines that I use, and I'm going to give you some tips about not only how to tease them correctly, but also what to do when they do get pissed off and how to recover when you've made a mistake. Before I jump into the content, I want to let you guys know that here in the United States, iTunes has officially 240 reviews of the Unapologetic Man podcast, and I have a five out of five rating. Can you guys believe that? That's absolutely spectacular. Thank you to all of you who have helped me out. I really do appreciate it. May your journey be filled with wine, women, song, and riches beyond your wildest fantasies. I really do appreciate you guys. And for those of you who didn't leave a review, I'm a little hurt about it. Got past the goalie, got into the feels a little bit. I am crying out of my non-shooting eye, but don't worry because my feelings regenerate at twice the speed of a normal man's. So I'll be back to my usual self in no time. One thing I wanted to ask you guys though is this, is I have 240 reviews. I would love it if I could get it up to 250 five-star reviews by the end of the year. Today is December 22nd, so that gives us nine days. If I can just get one or two of you guys per day to give a five-star review, and look, you don't even need to leave any words. If you happen to have iTunes or you're listening to this on your iPhone, just go to more episodes, scroll to the very bottom, and plow, hit that five stars after you've listened to this podcast episode, of course, to make sure it makes the cut and help me out a little bit. If I can hit 250 before the end of the year, that would be spectacular. And like I always say, if you do leave me a review, Email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com and I will send you three awesome programs. Conversation Sniper, which some of these lines are going to come from today. Three texts to build massive attraction in women and guide to the female orgasm as well as a few videos. Get your name tattooed on my butt. Get a statue of you put in my backyard. And of course, I'm going to screen print your face on the side of my dog. That's how much I appreciate you guys. And seriously, if you've done those reviews for me in the past, really, man, I'm speaking to you who's done that. Thank you, bro. Like seriously, thank you so much. So today, guys, we're going to talk about how to correctly be sarcastic, how to correctly tease women, how to bust their chops a little bit without coming off like an asshole and with building as much attraction as possible. So probably the biggest mistake that guys make when they're speaking to women is they go into what I call platonic vibing. And platonic vibing is the old interview mode, right? Like, what do you do? Where are you from? Oh, where'd you go to school? Oh, really? You hate rain? I do too. High five. That kind of shit, right? What they're trying to do is they're trying to build commonalities. Now, why do they do that? The reason we do it, and it's pretty natural for us to do it, is because that's how we're taught since childhood how to build friendships with people, how to build a relationship with people. You try to build the commonalities, be friendly, be agreeable, 
and then we learn that people like us. Well, naturally, we're gonna apply that to women. When we're attracted to a girl, we're gonna go off the default mode of rapport building that we've been taught since we were kids, right? So we can't really blame ourselves when we go and do that, and then we wonder why it goes wrong because you weren't taught in any other way. It's not like somebody pulled you aside in ninth grade and taught you the rules of seduction. But Professor Mark Singh is here to teach you the rules of seduction. And the first rule is you got to break rapport. Break rapport and kick it away. Don't try to build rapport with these chicks. In fact, the more you break rapport in the right way, the more she's going to get attracted to you. So what exactly is breaking rapport? Breaking rapport basically means teasing her, saying things that basically imply that you and her wouldn't get along, but always, guys, and this is the important thing, in a sarcastic way. I noticed that guys who are naturally very sarcastic are usually pretty good with women. You guys out there who are too logical, who are too right brain oriented are usually the ones that have problems with women. You guys don't know how to banter usually. You don't know how to just joke around, bust people's chops. Sometimes you're not as quick on your feet as other guys are. And because of that, you usually struggle. You'll meet a girl, you get along with her just fine. She'll think you're great. On paper, you look awesome. You have a great job. You have a 401k. You know, you're ripped, you're six foot two, you're good looking, whatever your qualities are. And then you wonder like, why didn't she get attracted to me? Well, the rapport building, which is like people becoming friends, doesn't build attraction. You've probably found that out by now and you probably know that all too well. What builds attraction is kind of that frustrated, slightly fighting vibe that builds the chemistry, right? So a lot of the times when I go in and I speak to women, I'm gonna make commonalities into the reason we wouldn't get along. Okay, so typically, when people have a commonality, let's say for example, going back to my example, I'm just pulling this out of my ass as we speak, is I hate rain, okay? So she says, I hate rain. Now the typical guy would be like, oh really, I hate rain too, high five, right? Like, oh, uh, I hate rain too, oh, you went to this school, so did I, oh, you really like uh, you know, this football team, so do I. But guys who are good with women, they use that as the reason you two wouldn't get along. And they do this in a playful way. Now, before I give examples as to how to do this and how it comes up typically in my conversations, I want to give you guys a clue in into how to be sarcastic with a girl you don't know. Now, a big problem for me is that I have a very dry sense of humor. I'm always sarcastic. I'm always fucking around. And a lot of times, specifically for people who don't know me, they could be like, well, is this guy serious or is he just a complete asshole, right? So when I speak to a new girl and she doesn't know me, I'm not gonna just deadpan my delivery as I typically do, right? And deadpan means no facial expression. I say something just completely sarcastic, completely asshole-ish, quote unquote, but I don't clue her in that I'm joking with her. That's usually a bad way to go because this is how you guys come off as an asshole many times. Now, this is also a problem on online dating. I'm going to get into that too. But in person, what I suggest you guys always do is either deploy a wink or what I call a wry smile, W-R-Y, wry smile, letting you know, hey, I'm just fucking with you, right? So let's get back to the commonalities. What was I talking about? Uh, we don't like rain. Okay, so she's like, God, I hate rain so much. It's the worst. I don't understand how anybody could like it. It's the worst. Now, guys who are bad with women who also don't like rain, would be like, yeah, I hate it too, right? Like it's the worst and you guys would kind of complain with each other about it. It doesn't get a lot of attraction. It's more like putting you in the friend zone because that's what friends do. Guys who are good with women 
will use that as the reason you two wouldn't get along. So what I do, and this is off the top of my head, is I'd be like, you know what? So if we ever got like takeout together, like let's say we're getting pad thai and it's pouring rain, right? And I'm driving and I'm like, all right, get out, Kelly. Come on, go get the, go get it. And you're like, dude, I hate rain. I'll be like, I hate rain too, but go get it. You'd be like, no, you go get it. Then we get in this big food fight. It would end in just all this drama. We definitely cannot be friends because we're quote unquote too similar. So that's a basic example of how it works. What I always do when I have a commonality with a girl, let's say, She's from California and she moved to Colorado. I'd accuse her of following me here. Like, oh, okay, we got a little copycat here, dude. Like, I moved to Colorado. How, how many years have you been here? She's like, oh, like six years. I'm like, Psh, I've been here 12 years. Clearly, you saw me. You wanted to come stalker Texas Ranger me. You followed me here. Look, it's cool, but I'm probably going to move to Florida next. So you might want to start looking at apartments down in Miami because that's where I'm heading next. Ha, ha, ha. Right? Kind of a stupid example. But... You're always looking for commonalities as the reason you wouldn't get along because she's copying you or because she would be jealous of how good you are at something and you guys would get in a big fight over it. For example, I always meet girls who are into snowboarding. Well, I really like to snowboard too. So she's like, oh, I love snowboarding. I love Breckenridge, Winter Park, Aspen, Vail, whatever. I'll be like, oh my God, that sucks. She'd be like, why does that suck? And I'd be like, because I'm into snowboarding too. And I'd be so much better than you, Kelly. And guys, remember, rye smile, blinking at her. And you'd get so jealous, you'd see me just do a 360 McTwist over your head as I chuck a snowball at your face, land it, snowboard off like a champ. You'd start crying. We'd get in a big snowball fight. Then it would amount to just like this huge drama between us. This is too much drama. We can't be friends anymore. I want my CDs back. When you come to school tomorrow morning, make sure you don't burn down my locker because the last girl burned it down too and I got in so much trouble because of that. So that's kind of an example of what I do. So again, you guys have something in common. You're going to use that as the reason you wouldn't get along. Now, in previous episodes, I talked about this thing called cold reading. Cold reading is telling her that one side of her is one way and the other side of her is the other way. So a cold read that I always do and I suggest you guys steal this right from me is the outside of her is really nice. She's really friendly. She's easy to talk to. She's got a good energy, but deep inside, she's not to be fucked with. Okay. So I always do this. I'm like, you know what, Kelly, when I talk to you, I notice something about you. And she's like, what? And I'll be like, sure. You want to know? And she'll be like, yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, you're really nice. You, you're easy to talk to. You're obviously very friendly. You seem like you have a good energy about you, but She's like, but what? And I'll be like, but inside, I bet deep inside you're not to be fucked with, huh? Like if somebody broke your best friend's heart, like a guy completely decimated your best friend, you just go up, knock his damn door down, kick him in the face, burn his freaking apartment down, wouldn't you? And then they always agree. They're like, yeah, I'm pretty tough. I'm not to be fucked with, okay? Now, this is where you break rapport. I'm always like, God, that sucks because I'm the exact same way. Like, I'm, I'm pretty friendly, but deep inside, I'm not to be fucked with. So if you and I ever hung out, right, we're, we're both nice. We'd get, be getting along for a while, but then some disagreement would come. You're not to be fucked with. I'm not to be fucked with. Immediate food fight. You'd be slanging pickles at my forehead. I'd be spraying ketchup in your hair and I'd have to walk home with four pickles stuck to my forehead and one hanging off my ear like an earring. And then she cracks up. So that's typically how I do it. I'll do a cold read into a commonality that we both don't take any shit. And I'll use that commonality to break rapport in the way and have a playful fight. 
Now this also leads into sexual tension, and this is an awesome whole sequence that I do. First is the cold read, then break rapport, talk about the play fighting, and then I'll say, but you know what the good thing about fighting is, right? And she'll be like, what? And I'll be like, well, afterwards you get to make up. And then she'll usually imply like make up sex. Now suddenly we're talking about sex. So literally in those 20 seconds, I'm able to build massive attraction where before there was nothing, right? I just took a cold read out of thin air. And I'll tell you when you cold read chicks in this way, and also when you break rapport in this way, very rarely will they call you out on it. But let's say she does call you out on it. And you say, you know, the outside of you is very nice. The inside of you is not to be fucked with. And then she's like, no, that's not true. You just use that as evidence to substantiate what you said. Be like, see, I told you, you're not to be fucked with. You're sure, you're proving me right right now. See, God, we'd so not get along. I'm so the same way. So anytime you guys are the same way, you use it to tease her and show her that you guys wouldn't get along. Now, initially, when I go and speak to women, oftentimes, there's always kind of a playful fighting vibe that I like to instill in my seductions, quote unquote. So one of the openers I'll use a lot of the times is I'll go up to her and I'll be like, you know what, I just had to let you know, you are so unbelievably in my way. Would you step aside, please? I'm freaking trying to stand here. As I smile slightly at her, right? Clue her in that I'm being sarcastic. She's like, oh my God. And she'll like hit me on the shoulder, man. I did this um, recently to a girl and she just lit up, dude. And she was standing in front of me because she was attracted. That's what girls do is they'll come up to you. They'll stand with their back to you, especially in bars and nightclubs and social scenes like that, hoping that you're going to open them. And I did exactly what she wanted me to do. I tapped her on the shoulder. She turns around. I make sure she walks up to me a couple steps that's a strategy too, is make her come into your territory. And then I, I whispered in her ear, I'm like, you are so unbelievably. And she thinks I'm going to tell her she's hot, right? And then I turn it into a teasing thing. In my way, would you move aside, please? I'm trying to stand here. Jeez, right? And I'm very sarcastic in a way that she knows I am. The wry smile. Maybe I blinked at her. She hits me in the arm. That's what gets attraction. And then she's like, no, you're in my way. And I'll be like, tell you what, here, put out your arm. And she put out her arm. I'd be like, one, two, three, four, I declare a thumb war, right? And then we'll do like a thumb war. I'll decimate her because my thumb is like 50 inches long and I can wrap it around anybody, including ET, beat her in the thumb war and then be like, oh my God, you so owe me a drink right now. I just decimated you. So it's always that playfulness that happens when you're speaking to women. Here are some lines, guys, that I always say to girls. And these are always sarcastic in the way that they're fun. One of the things about being sarcastic is there's never under any circumstance, any negativity that goes into it. If you have any kind of negative energy whatsoever going into these interactions, they're going to pick up on it and they're going to get insulted and blow you out because of it. So a couple lines that I like to say is like, listen, Kelly, go ahead and take a minute to get over this whole insert topic thing. I'll wait. Okay. So that's kind of teasing her. I read your file, Kelly. I know what you're capable of. I read your file. We, we're watching you. We know what you're capable of. Is that what you say to all the guys? You don't like the Denver Broncos? That's it. We can't be friends anymore. Or that's it. We're broken up now. When you stalk me, Kelly, please promise to put the ladder back in my garage. All the other girls leave it resting on my house and it freaking drives me nuts. Oh, you're a model? I didn't think there was much of a market for hand models anymore. Are you getting any work? You know what, Kelly, I got to be honest with you about something. What? You look really cute with a fanny pack. 
Kelly, I cannot believe you just said that. You owe me a letter of apology due immediately. Actually, that one, guys, reminds me that if I ever say something kind of outrageous, I always accuse her of making me say it. So if I say something like, and I, I say this a lot, and this is kind of kind of goes into it, I guess, is like, I'll be like, yeah, I love dogs. I, um, I have a dog right now, and I actually ate a dog in Vietnam. They're delicious. And, and what that does is she kind of can't get a read on you, and you're kind of being an asshole in a way where it keeps her off her inner balance point. And if she's like, oh my God, I can't believe you said you ate a dog. And you're like, dude, I can't believe you made me say that, Kelly. What are you doing? Or if she laughs at something, like if I say something really crude and she laughs, I'll be like, I cannot believe you just laughed at that. That shows me exactly who you are. Yep, I read your file. I know what you're capable of. And you just proved it. So it's always that, again, playful fighting. You guys know what I'm talking about. You've all been there with a girl who's attracted to you. You're attracted to girls you hooked up with. I guarantee you. Every time you had a successful seduction, you always had this playful vibe. If she's complaining about something, I would say, listen, here you are complaining about X, Y, Z. Don't you know that nine out of 10 African children die every two minutes, Kelly? Come on, let's be a little more appreciative for what you have. I bet you only recently figured out that there's not a left sock and a right sock, huh? Oftentimes what I'll do with girls in nightclubs especially is I'll get my phone and I'll act like it's a TV remote and I'll sit there like pressing the button, pointing it at her. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm trying to turn this thing down. I can't get you to shut up. I can't turn it down again, playfully. Cause this can definitely come off as an asshole thing. But when you're just joking with her, I'm telling you, this builds massive attraction. Social awkwardness is often the curse of a genius. If I ever introduce you to my parents, we have to tell them you're a mute and you can't talk. Sound good? You know what, Kelly, you are so cute when you're trying so hard to be cute. All right, so those are some lines you guys can use. Once again, if you leave me a review, all these lines are in the conversation sniper in addition to probably about 120 other ones that I tell chicks all the time. And a lot of them are of this sarcastic teasing nature and they work really well. All right, so that gets us into what to do when a girl gets really butthurt. And I've talked about one thing that I often do, which is in the teasing, breaking rapport element, which is I ask her if she likes to travel. Hey, do you like to travel? She says, yes. And then I push her gently on her arm. I push her away and I say, travel over there. Okay, that is one of the best ways to instantly ramp up attraction, but some of the times they get butthurt. For me, it's probably, I don't know, 25% of the time, maybe one out of four chicks. So what you do when a girl gets butthurt is you get real. You get immediately real. You stop fucking around and you be like, hey, listen, I didn't realize that that was going to make you mad. And I'm very sarcastic. It's just how I am. So now that I understand kind of where your level is, I won't push past it. And sometimes you might even apologize. Be like, listen, I'm sorry I did that. Right. And I think that shows a lot of character to stop the teasing so much when she's getting sick of it take a step back and literally apologize or at least say, hey, I'll stop doing that. I didn't realize that you would be offended by it, right? Hey, I'm a very sarcastic guy. I do that all the time. I didn't realize you'd be offended by that kind of joke. So I'll tone, tone that back. So anyway, and then you change the subject, maybe ask her a question, tell a story, do some other stuff. But some girls, dude, like the, do you like to travel, travel over there? I have had girls like try to make out with me immediately when I did that because it got so much attraction. And I'll tell you a lot of times with teasing, it's sometimes a little bit like gambling. Like you throw something out there that's really potent. Well, it's kind of like betting a hundred on black on the roulette table, right? You think it's going to work because there's been four reds in a row. 
and you're like, all right, dude, I'm kind of feeling it. I think this is going to work. And that's kind of what that do you like to travel thing is. It either gets like massive pay dirt or sometimes they get butt hurt, but I can always talk my way out of it by being really real with her and saying, hey, I didn't realize. And she's like, oh, it's okay. I just, my dad used to do shit like that to me or my ex-boyfriend did that or I just don't like people pushing me, blah, blah, blah. Hey, I understand. We won't do that anymore and you guys can recover from it. But what I found is the risk of saying these kinds of things in the right way, guys, with a right smile, with a blink, you know, letting her know that you're just fucking around. These work really well, especially in the bars and nightclubs. Now out in the street, I'll do them, but I'll usually warm up to them a little bit more. Whereas like literally in the nightclubs, I can go up to a girl and bump her and be like, what's up, punk? You want to fight? Right? And, and with a little smile on my face, I clue her in, I'm joking. And she'll be like, I'll kick your ass. And you can do that in the nightclubs and bars. And that's why I like them because a lot of this stuff can be pulled off. And I found personally, I can ramp up attraction way faster in those settings than on the street. On the street, you kind of need to do some of the platonic vibing, the boring shit before you throw in some of this. It's just how it works. There's something about a party vibe. Oftentimes the girls are drinking. It's expected to be more sarcastic and fun and playful. And that's why my game works the best there. But even in day game, man, I'll throw out some of the stuff. I've done the do you like to travel thing in day game all the time. I've done the go ahead and take a minute to get over this whole thing. I'll wait in a joking way. I've done that many times. So it does work, but you just got to ease into it like an old man into a warm bath. All right. So over texting and especially the dating apps, you guys have found that girls will just fall off at the moment they don't like what you said. I want you to imagine that you're in a candy store and you have all these delicious candies being put in front of you and they're coming past you on a conveyor belt and you see one little tiny hair on one of them, you're going to freaking push that thing off and be like, next. You find a little pube on the next one, next. You find the other one just has not a perfect straight line going down the center, next. You see what I'm saying is that girls, they get hit on so much on the dating apps. They're being hit up all the time that if you do one little thing incorrectly, they're going to blow you out. And that's why a lot of the times the sarcastic stuff, you got to be careful with it on the dating apps. And what I always tell my clients is this, listen, if you're about to send something, I want you to read it three times and ask yourself, is there any way she could take this the wrong way? Is there any way this could piss her off? Now, just like in person, sometimes these things have massive pay dirt, right? They get you the date. They get you the big payoff because she just happens to be sarcastic. She's in a good mood, but then sometimes they're going to blow you out because whatever. She has diarrhea. Her freaking cat died. She's on her period. She's feeling fat that day. Her ex-boyfriend called. She's talking to another dude. There's so many situations. And that's why when guys are like, dude, I used your freaking template and it didn't work. I'm like, first of all, relax. Go ahead and take a minute to get over this whole thing, brother. I'll wait. Okay, now that you're relaxed, I wanna let you know. Bro, I cannot predict what's going on on the other side of that dating app. I don't know what her situation is. I'm giving you a template that works most of the time, but no template is gonna work all of the time. And that includes teasing. Dealing with girls is gambling. You gotta throw your best shit out there and see what works. Nothing works 100% of the time. Even at my level, it's like I get 80% success, like at the best. So inevitably, you just have to accommodate for the myriad of circumstances that are outside your control. But teasing a girl, being playful, being sarcastic, using these lines is going to get you better success than trying to be safe and just building rapport. A lot of you guys have almost zero rejections. 
you've had zero things go wrong for you. You know why? Because you're not pushing the limits because you're not putting yourself out there. You're also not getting laid. Guys who never get rejected, I guarantee you, they probably never get laid either. And if you're one of those guys who never gets rejected, but gets laid like a rock star, call me, bro. I want to hire you as my dating coach because those guys simply don't exist. So what the lesson here is this, is that teasing works. Once she gets butthurt, you want to be sincere, go, go immediately into sincere mode and apologize. When teasing on the dating apps, use them carefully and think to yourself, could this girl get butthurt? Does she look like the kind of girl that would get butthurt? Well, let me take a look at her pictures. Are there a bunch of pictures of her on her profile of her at Jesus camp singing in the choir and you're about to make a joke about how she's a devil worshiper? This is where you need to reconsider, right? Like let's use our brains here and do the smart thing. Because the last thing you want to do is walk up to a river, throw your leg up on a branch and launch diarrhea all down her river. Because obviously, if you do that by trying to be funny, being sarcastic, you're going to get blown out so hard your toupee is going to fly off when the concussion hits. Mike C, that one was for you, my friend. All right, so teasing guys, very, very effective for building attraction. Do it in the right way. Make sure you clue her in that you are just joking around. It's always playful. Never under any circumstance let negative energy come into it. Like if she gets really pissed off and you're like, hey, 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 go ahead and take a minute to get over this whole thing, I'll wait. Okay, that's confrontational and it's only gonna make it worse. She's gonna be like, fuck you, and then she's gone. So delivery is 90% of it, but you guys use those lines. Once again, if you do leave me a review, I'll send you the conversation sniper. There's tons of those lines in there. When it comes to online dating, be pragmatic. Really online dating, you should try to get the date as soon as possible. As soon as she's high enough on a high note to close the date, listen to my online dating God series if you want more advice about that. But online dating is super fickle. And then the blatant teasing in day game, it takes a little bit more time to warm up to that. Maybe a couple minutes or even a minute before you start throwing those in. But in the bars and the nightclubs, holy shit, this works so well, dude. And I do it all the time. I mean, from the beginning I'm playfully breaking rapport. I'm play fighting with her. I'm accusing her of her things. I'm saying why we wouldn't get along, why we'd end up in a fight. While she's going to show up to school tomorrow, burn my locker down and throw my science project into the river. Always playfully fighting. And that's what gets really good attraction. So once again, guys, this is going to be my last podcast episode until January 1st. If you are indulging in the podcast, I think there's something like 193 episodes And I doubt the vast majority of you guys have heard those. So if you have a week of nothing to do, I'd very much appreciate it. If you went through my past stuff, I drop a lot of good content. And personally, I feel the podcast got pretty damn good, probably from about episode 70 onward, but don't quote me on that. But that's where I feel like I hit my stride and I gave tons of information. So go through all those, man. Take this time to learn things. And on the first, I'm going to drop another really good one. So please come back for that. That's Friday. January 1st, 2021. And in the meantime, guys, I just need 10 more reviews on iTunes. So if you could please hook me up with the five-star review, I will get your name tattooed on my neck and a screen-printed version of your face printed on the side of my dog as well as a statue put in my backyard. And songs will be sung about you around campfires for generations to come. All right, guys, once again, I really do appreciate you listening. I wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. If you guys are going out on New Year's Eve, let me give you a quick tip. This works so well for me. I kissed uh, three girls in about two minutes doing this, but the last girl had a lot of saliva, so I was like, fuck that. That's the last chick I'm kissing tonight. What you do is you go up to a girl after the ball drops, and you're like, hey, listen, I was supposed to kiss this really cute girl for, for the ball dropping, but she didn't show up. How would you like to help me get my New Year started on the right foot? 
And then, the, dude, I kissed three girls like super fast like that. So you guys might want to try that. Say that you missed your kiss. Can she help you out? Girls will usually do it. But dude, that last girl I kissed, oh, so much saliva, bro. So gross. I was like, I'm done with it. And then the next day I got a cold. It was bad times, man. That's why I don't understand you guys who go out and make out with a bunch of chicks in the nightclubs. Not my style, dude. She's got to pass a lot of tests before I stick my tongue in her mouth. And definitely before I do that other thing too, man. She's got to pass a lot of different prerequisites, but that's just me. So if you want to go kiss a bunch of chicks, use that one. Tell me how it goes. And once again, boys, happy holidays. And I will see you in the next episode.